Hello, listeners, and thanks so much for listening to CT Bites Hot Dish. I am your host, Marisol Castro. It's great to have you once again. My next guest is so super duper fly, I can't even get into it. And this is going to be an episode, you can't say anything. He's already laughing at me. You can't say anything yet. (laughs) That might be a giveaway. He's got a purple mohawk and he's already giggling. Before I bring him in, though, a quick word from our sponsor. And here I may need a little help. Just don't tell our listeners what your name is. Did you clear your throat before you did the read? I did clear my throat before I did the read from our local sponsor. Looking for a local resource that has their finger on the pulse of the Norwalk dining scene? Then you got to check out NorwalkNow.org. Oh boy, this is going to be like... I didn't see where you were. Norwalk Now is thrilled to introduce you to the many dining cultures found throughout this ever evolving city. I bet you didn't realize Norwalk was an evolving city. Norwalk is an evolving city, and you're absolutely right. Uh, They're thrilled to introduce to all the many dining cultures found throughout the evolving city, which I think you might have just said. However, they they do want you to check out NorwalkNow.org and meet the talented chefs, restaurateurs, and barkeeps. Yes, barkeeps. Excuse you? I'll bet. Some of them have leather aprons and mustaches. You don't say. No, I think they might. But can they they make me a mean cocktail? Ooh, it's an angry cocktail at that. Even better. You can also, you know, be social. Why not? Everyone's doing it. Norwalk Now. Do it. Do it. At Norwalk Now. Now. Check it out. The mouth-watering food pictures. Norwalk Now. Their IG is lit. Norwalk Now. Learn about all the delicious events. Norwalk Now. Visit NorwalkNow.org for real-time information. Info. Norwalk Now. Cue the sizzle. (laughs) Oh, man. I love, I love this job. So before we get into your, (laughs) your big market voice... If you have not <laughs> seen, it's a big market voice. If you have not seen the man who was just doing that read with me on television, quite frankly, I don't know what you've been doing with your life. He's been on Guy's Grocery Games, which One. he won. He's been on Chopped. One. Hello. So many others. Mm. If you're native to the Nutmeg State, you've seen him on Restaurant Road Trip as yes. the creator, writer, producer, chef, booker. Best boy, gaffer. Head jackass. Head jackass. (laughs) He's also one of the best chefs and hustlers Hmm. this side of the Mississippi. Wow. Connecticut's native son, Chef Plum. Hi. (laughs) You give me a lot of really nice words there. I don't deserve any of that. I'm a wordsmith. Hi again. Hi. How are you? I am... Awesome. I'm happy to be here talking to you guys, man. It's 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 very humbling to have the chance to sit here with you guys for real. Like Is it really? Because we think we're just regular two regular chicks doing our thing. One hundred percent. But if there's something going on in this food scene or something, I mean CT Bites is a place that's where it's at. That's how you find out. It's I mean Thank it's you. that simple. Thank sure. you. We try the boss lady, who by the way has her spectacles on today and she has two ponytails. Yeah, you do. Looking good. She's hot. Mm-hmm. She's really hot. Mm-hmm. She got some pom pom pants on. Okay, um, <laughs> listen. Before Wait, what kind of pants? Pom pom pants. You know, I'm an around the way girl. Pom 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 pants. D- do I need to tell you what a pom pom pants is? Oh, Listeners, go okay. to our social media because I'm going to take a picture 
of the boss lady in her poom poom pants, so you all know what I'm talking about. I didn't know we were going to be matching today. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, listen, before we get to the nitty gritty, sorry. Two things. Two. Number one, thank you for bringing us cake pops. Absolutely. Three flavors. Yeah. More importantly, you brought us Veuve Clicquot. You don't show up to somebody's house without a gift. I mean, that's just, high five You just don't it. do that. That's I'm rude. I'm a grown man. You don't show up to somebody's house without a Thank gift. Thank you. Thank Clean, you very I mean, much. Gonna, if someone invites you to come be a part of what they're doing, you bring a gift. So Even if you buy it. I mean, yeah. you don't necessarily have to make it. Who doesn't want Clicquot and cake pops? Uh, if they don't want it. I try I mean, for flowers. So it's like, breakfast. Aww. It's breakfast, really. It's right. the breakfast of champions. Which is the best. We're four bottles in. It's 9.30 oh, a.m. I love this. <laughs> which is great. Norwalk now for all of your alcoholism <laughs> needs. Exactly. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Thanks, Lynn. So that was the first thing. The second thing. <laughs> Inquiring minds want to know. Uh-huh. Do you have a first name? Um, Chef? Uh-huh. My given name is, Please. is, is Christopher Plummer. Stop it. Yes. Like the sound I'm using. The streets are alive. That, that, that was me. I've aged very well. Holy smokes. Yeah, no, with a K. Uh, it's been, it's been plumb my whole life. Um, if I could have picked a nickname, I certainly wouldn't have picked a fruit. If that comes out of your nose, she took a drink of her drink. And if, if that comes out of her nose, she loses. Um, I think any good nickname, you don't get to pick it. You know, it just right. kind of happens. It's, it's bestowed upon you. Right. It's, that's what it's been my whole life. Even though my kids, like teachers to, you know, I mean, pretty much everybody professionally. And like, it's funny, certain people you meet, it just kind of, it's like, oh, that's his name. Yeah. You know, oh, that's his name. It's fine. Right. You know? um, but some people are like, wait, wait, what's your first name? And the best part is when AT&T calls me or DirecTV calls me and like, uh, yes, can we speak to uh, Christopher Plummer, please? And I'm like, <laughs> I think you have the wrong number. He's not here. I think you have the wrong number. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to. It's a good way to get out of absolutely uh, those telemarketer calls. Get yourself a gimmick name, Damn. run with it, and then you know it's funny because I think if you actually Google me, my new my actual name does not come up. No, it doesn't. Yeah. I I can't remember the first time we met, but I remember when I was so graciously accepted into your podcast. Oh, we had a great rem- time, right? That was so much fun. It was fun. I literally sat on my bed in my pajamas. Yeah. we were just shooting the shit. That's what we do. Man. That's, <laughs> that's, that's what we do. But I remember thinking. What is your first name? Like, how does this happen? Because everyone I know who knows you, which is just about everyone, says, oh, yeah, Plum. Oh, I was hanging with Plum. Oh, yeah, yeah Plum did that project. Oh, yeah, this is Plum. And well, I'm like, geez, yeah, Louise. I, like I said, it's just become a thing. It's almost weird now. Like if someone says, hey, Chris. Do you even respond? I don't. Because yeah. I don't think, and I'm not being a jackass. Right. I just, it doesn't even occur to me that they could possibly be talking right. to me. right. I don't even think twice about it. And then they're like, you know, someone will tap me like, they're talking to you. And I'm like, clearly they don't know me. Obviously they don't yeah, know me. So, um, yeah. Okay. But yeah, that's the name, but it's just, it's weird. It's okay. I just needed to get to the bottom of those two things because it was. Well, you got it. You took your notes. Oh, Thank my. you guys for joining okay, us thanks. on this edition we'll see you of on, the- uh, <laughs> on Hot Dish. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Norwalknow.org. Our city on a moot. No. <laughs> All right. Who taught you how to cook? Um... Food's tough for me, man. You know, I started cooking food more of a necessity. Um, I think it's interesting. I think the generation is is changed. You know, my generation of, of cooks is that broken band of pirates, that lost boys. Like, for me, I cooked because it was really, I didn't have any other choice. Like, I had to do something. You didn't have a choice because... Well, you needed work, or did you cook at home? Yeah, so we're or... getting really heavy and serious now, but no. You know, but I'm just so, nosy. So um, my father died when I was very young. Uh, my mom was an alcoholic. Um, I lived by myself for pretty much for a long time. I mean, there were nights I was afraid to get up because I didn't want to see that my mom wasn't home. Hmm. You know, I, I was 11 years old. My father died, and I, my mom would go to the bar. And did you have siblings? Do you have siblings? I have older brothers who weren't even in the house. So it was me. So food for me became get a job, 
to help support. And when you're 15 years old, what, what can you go do? And so I worked at Taco Bell and that's what I did. I worked at Taco Bell and slowly you just start to, you start to realize that, I don't know, man, it becomes a family. It becomes something that you've been, that you didn't realize you needed, you know, and now more than ever, like more than ever, it, it hits me so hard now just with my kids and the guy, Uber guys I have that work with me now. But like back then, you know, it was, I did it out of necessity. I did it because yeah. I had to. And then just so happened I was good at it. Right. Um, you know, I mean, it, it was crazy. I went from one thing to another, you know, from food from one restaurant to another restaurant, you know, starting working in the dish pit and then working your way up to line cooking and then waiting tables and then going back to working behind the bar, just slowly working your way up. And then at this restaurant in Virginia, I was offered my first management job and that was my family. That was my people. That was yeah. my, I mean, it's, it's ironically, I mean, we're talking a long time ago. I've been doing this for 25 years. Uh, I know you look at me. There's no way. This... You've been doing it since you were a zygote. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Please don't use words I can't spell. Um, I'm not sure if that's like a me too thing or what zygote <laughs> means. Is that a hashtag? No, I'm kidding. Um, yeah. So uh, the restaurant that I that I kind of really fell fell into was a place called Mulligans in Virginia. It was nothing special, but it was special to me because it was the family that I didn't have. It was the people who took care of me. It was the people who looked after me. It was the people who showed up to my house when if I didn't feel good, who made sure my rent was paid. You know. Uh, one of the guys there, a gentleman named John Sweeney, was the owner of the restaurant, and he became like a father to me. You know, he just looked after me, took care of me, he made sure I was good. You know, I mean, I remember uh, one of the only times I, I spent too much time drinking the night before, and I showed up to work late, and it was around the time of the Christmas party. And the Christmas party at Mulligan's was a big deal. It was a lot of fun. And instead of John getting mad at me, because I was late, I was like four hours late, and I was the boss. <laughs> like, that's not good. Instead of him getting mad at me and firing me and all that stuff he just goes look you can't come to the christmas party oh it was such a dad move wow and i was like what he's like no you can't come get back online wow and i was like wow yeah so you know recently one of our people in our group of in that group i still talk to uh passed away gay larry he died and w- listen restaurant business we have names. everyone has a moniker it's, everyone it's has not a nickname a, it's yeah. not a thing yeah. that's how he that's how he was introduced to me yeah. that was his name gay yeah. larry and yeah, yeah. it was actually the 20 my 21st birthday there's a picture of me passed out in the booth and for my wife still runs the gimmick that i was molested by gay larry uh-huh. to this day she's running with it oh she runs with it and gay larry <laughs> never denied it and he took it to his grave because he recently <laughs> died and, uh, but I got to go back and see all those guys. It was really, really cool. The problem is I'm much bigger now than I was then. So Oh, stop it. Well, you know. But you have cool hair. I got to have something because nothing else has changed. Stop so. it. Well, first of all, thank you for sharing that. And yeah, I mean, up. It's, I wasn't it's, trying to get serious, but that's kind of how yeah, I got into food. And I, and I, you know, there's one of the things that Boss Lady and I love about doing this is that there's so many backstories right. to chefs because as consumers, we go into a restaurant, we want to eat a good meal. Some of us want to be entertained. Um... But for us, we want to know the genesis, like yeah. where it all started. I've never told anybody that, by the way. Thank you for sharing that, that with us. We, we it's a true story. I, was, we, I almost got emotional. Did you see it? I saw you get a little teary-eyed. I, was so, I almost got it. a little teary-eyed too. My dad died when I was ten, so Me too. so well, I, was, I, was 10. I I can empathize, unfortunately, with uh, right. with that experience. So, but we, you know, we figure out, like yeah. we said, necessity is the mother of invention. For Absolutely. you, it was the kitchen. How much of those things that you like for me? Once I had kids, so many things came to light in my brain. Oh, sure. Like I started really realizing like how many things that, you know, I'm not trying to think of anything or say any specifics, but yeah. how many things happened in my life that were kind of, do we curse? Can we curse? We have cursed probably 17 times already. So. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm a cook. I can't help it. But like how many things were fucked up in my life, <clears throat> you know, that you don't really realize it until you have kids. And you're like, wow. Right. What in the, how could that ever 
been okay. Yeah. Well, kids kind of, they're your moral compass. They kind of point you in the direction of, oh, geez, I either want to do exactly what my parents did with me, or I want to do a complete 180 of what my parents did with me, did with me. I love that you said you found your community of family in Virginia, because I think I kind of did the same thing in my twenties. I found my tribe of misfits. We were all like, and I, and I'm, I'm incredibly close with my family, with my sister and my mom and my cousins. Um, but I found, you know, that, that community family, and then you have your kids and you're like, shit, I can't fuck this up. Right. Definitely (laughs) not. And if family doesn't always have to be blood related, you know, I mean, the group of guys I have with me now is the best group ever. I mean, I have a group of people who have misfits who are on the podcast with me, but uh, Jeff Parazzi, who is kind of like my manager guy, but he's my closest buddy. Like he just looks after me and, um, Dan Monroe, I just brought him to Newport, Rhode Island this weekend out of, out of, I called him and said, Hey, can you be in Newport in two hours? And he's like, I'll be there. And it's just an amazing group of people who I think when you find, I don't know, when you find people who genuinely care about you and you know that when you talk to them, we all have people we know, whatever, right? right? But who genuinely care about you and just call you. I mean, Jeff will just text me and say, Hey buddy, thinking about you. I've had a great day. Love you, buddy. Period, full stop, yeah. I love that. I I love that. Like, I don't, I mean, masculinity bullshit. I don't, that's awesome, you know? I mean, I had a couple's massage with Jeff when we were in at the Cuisines of the Sun in Mexico. (laughs) It was great. Did you get mud-wrapped in, like, banana leaves? It was weird because, so, (laughs) it was on the beach, and there was, like, six people, and Jeff and I were together, and then, like, we made it weird by linking our ring fingers. Obviously. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) But, you know, we're two very Adonis-like gentlemen. Uh, you know, in this yes, weird little tent. the Adonis. In this weird little tent. And it was a $20 massage. And it was fantastic. What the hell? Yeah. We need to go get that massage. We're great. doing something wrong. We're doing, so- it was we're doing something wrong, yeah. <laughs> it was great. And we walked out together. And like, I don't know. Like, it's just having that relationship is great. I, yeah. I love it, man. That's the family that I've always wanted. And I think food really brings that. You know, I end every episode of the podcast by saying, you know, food is one of the most important things we have in life. Everything important in life revolves around food. Make sure we give it the time and respect it deserves. Yeah. For me, no matter what happens to me, no matter how low I get, no matter how high I get, food is always there for me. Food has put a roof over my head when I need it. Food has always put food on my plate to eat whenever I need it. Food has given me a wife who is a 10. I'm a four and a half. (laughs) Food has given me beautiful kids. Food is always going to be there for me. So that's why I get so intense about it. Like I get so, I just have such respect for it. Like it's almost like when everything else is falling apart, that was still there for me. Mm -hmm. You know, that was still there. I remember specifically being at 8 South Harrison in Richmond, Virginia. <coughs> that was my apartment address. Are you okay? I'm getting verklempt listening to your, <laughs> your, your food commentary. And, and not having any power in the house because I couldn't afford to pay the power bill. And, and we opened up the oven and turned the, turned the gas on the oven to heat the apartment. And me and my mom came over to see me and just kind of said good luck and walked away. Oh, jeez. You know, where... John Sweeney came over and brought me food. Right. And as bad as it was, I had the food. I was okay. Right. And I knew I'd go to work tomorrow and it'll be fine. So what is it that sustains you? What is it that... Um... Commercial live reads. <laughs> Norwalk now. No, sorry. No, but you know what? You, when I introduced you, I said you were a hustler and I meant that in the best sense, yeah, which is absolutely. to say that, um, cause I, I'm a hustler too, you 100%. know, it's not enough to just exist or survive. And I look at you and I think of, I, I, I do think that you are put on this planet to do more than just survive because you are constantly looking how to make yourself better, how to make the right. people around you better, your podcast, you cater, the shows you create, the shows that you're a part of. And by the way, more than half the shit you do on television is to benefit other people. Right. <clears throat> I think that's the important part about it. I mean, 
you know, look, you get one chance, right? Yep. You get one chance. And a lot of that, I mean, we're going to get heavy again, if that's okay. Ups, please. Um, you know, so with me, I'm classically French trained. I went to CIA. I have a degree from CIA. I was a jackass. I yelled about butter. <laughs> I yelled about someone not buttoning their chef coat right. You know, I screamed at people. I running a ho- I, I, I was an executive sous chef at this giant resort in Florida, and I was an asshole. And I don't really know why, looking back at it. Um, I moved up here. Uh, I took my first private client, and I was an asshole to the people who worked in that house. I was not nice to them, the housekeepers and stuff like that. Uh, and then Sandy Hook happened. And, and like everything just kind of completely changes then. Mm-hmm. When your kids have to hide in a bathroom and they're in kindergarten, it really puts some perspective on your life. Were your, Did you have children during the time of Sandy? My kids were in kindergarten. <laughs> they went to um, a different elementary school. But they put every school on lockdown that day. Yeah. And no one knew what was happening. You know, you almost feel guilty because your kids weren't there. But you're, it, it's amazing how it makes you feel. But it really makes you question life. It really makes you wonder, why am I yelling about butter? Mm. Who cares? Mm. Mm-hmm. Like, what what are we doing? You know, I mean, we get one day. Today, you know, almost today is, you know, Wednesday. When is this airing? <laughs> Sometime. But this yeah. is Wednesday, June 5th, yeah. 2019. <clears throat> we get one of those. Only one of those. That's right. That's right. You get one. And I could sit here and come on here and be like, I'm the best. Look at me. My hair is cool. I make the best food. But that doesn't help anything. I want to come tell you about the people who are with me and what they do and how amazing they are. And talk about some of the great chefs that don't get the attention. Like Carrie Favreau, who runs the most amazing food truck in Danbury. Or uh, Chef Dan Monroe from the pantry in Fairfield. He is absolutely killing it. But no one knows about these people. You know? And if I can do that then I'm doing something right because that, that it all goes hand in hand. Right. It makes you look good and it makes me feel good, which is what I care about. And it gives the guys a platform who didn't have it before. And if I can do that with what little bit of stuff I've done, then that's what I'm supposed to be doing. Cause right. that, that's how it works. And that all changed literally the day after Sandy Hook. <clears throat> and so what, what steps did you take after Sandy Hook? Um, because sometimes it's, it takes something like that to shake us yeah. to our core. Um, I, <laughs> I made a few apologies kind of out of nowhere. And literally the next day, I just said, why do I care about butter? Why do I care about someone who's in their shirt buttoned up, you know? Right. I started making a point to tell people I loved them. I started making a point to hug everybody, you know? I mean, just, it's, it's, it's important. And especially in my business, there's so many guys that the days become so long and they kind of get mixed together and you just don't know. I don't know. Is it Wednesday? Is it Tuesday? I yeah. don't know. I mean, I've got 700 covers tonight on a Friday night and I work in a casino, like, I don't know what day it is, but if you take that time just to hug somebody and tell them you care about them and you love them, I'm not trying to sound all hippie-ish because that's not me, but it's just, that's how I think about it. Right. And take that time to do that. It makes a difference. And, you know, not only for myself, but hopefully for the people you do it to, and it makes them feel important. 1000%. I mean, especially when you talk about food, because food is universal, right? whether you have it or you don't. Absolutely. And you are on the side of trying to help people have more food, both metaphorically and and physically. Completely. Completely. So tell me about what you are working on now. You mentioned earlier a food What a food a food truck. I'm listen. You're like professional at this. Sometimes. Why do we we whisper? Our voices got low. I we suddenly we get suddenly I know. know. (laughs) Suddenly we're whispering. Well, it's a good segue because um back in when everything happened at Sandy Hook, I tried to figure out what I could do. Uh, I came up with this concept called Random Acts of Cooking. Yes. And it was all about using food to help people. And uh, I used a bunch of my own money before I knew anything. And I shot this pilot, 
right? And it was, it was a mess, but in the end, it was all real. We took this woman who was homeless. Uh, we gave her some cooking skills. Um, then she did a pop-up dinner. She made the menu. She ran the kitchen. But what she didn't know is that everyone who was at the pop-up dinner were local business owners. Oh, my God. And if they liked what she did, we didn't guarantee her anything but an interview. They would, the people would talk to her and give her an interview. And next thing you know, she got hired by William Sonoma and is now working in their corporate and has got back together with their family. And what I learned from doing that was, I mean, God, you give somebody, you let somebody know that you believe in them yep. and you give them a little bit of confidence and they can do anything. They can run with it. Anything. Especially folks who are so down and out and, you know, I was just recently somewhere where this woman said, I, I've gotten 200 rejections. And I said, yeah. and you may get 200 more, but then you're going to get the one. Right. And that's going to be the one that will propel you to where you need to be. That slot machine hits jackpot eventually. <laughs> it always does. Exactly. Eventually. I've exactly. heard. I've never seen it. I know I haven't either. I've heard. I don't, I don't know. But so we took this concept and I actually had, a, I actually, as a guy, and, and you know how hard this mm-hmm. business is. I'm yep. just a dude. I got a meeting with Discovery. And I had a meeting with them, and they told me this was back in 2014. They said yeah. this is just too earnest. Oh gosh! I'm like, what does that mean? So oh. I had to look that up, right? And so, and they were focused so much on the homeless person. Long story short, um, we started doing this with another company. Um, and we did our first episode with the Navy, which was yep. amazing. We fed 700 sailors for the holidays. My buddy Nick Fradiani came and played. Nick. It was really cool. Um, we just shot another episode uh, last week. Mazel. Yeah, uh, which is really cool. I think there's some bigger plans for this Good. than where it's at now. Some bigger yep. bigger stuff in play for it. But we uh, went to this amazing prep school in Newark called St. Benedict's. Yeah. Okay. And St. Benedict's, uh, they have a 100% graduation rate, which is amazing. I'm, I'm familiar with this school. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, they've been featured on like CBS Sunday yeah. Morning yes, and stuff like exactly. that. These kids, I mean, they're underprivileged. They're inner city kids. They're kids who... Should be statistics. Yeah. You know, they've got all to, sorts of shit stacked against them. Right. I mean, it's, it, 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 it hit home a lot to watch some of these kids, especially from some of the stuff that I came from. Yeah. I, I wasn't always a nice person. <laughs> um, but to watch these kids and hang out with them and do it. And so basically, what they did was this was part of their graduating class. There were seven of them who were involved in their culinary program. They have a cooking class and they do stuff. Yeah. And so, what we did was, is we went as our random act to help these seven kids prepare a meal for their mentors, right? And so we set it up and they had 17, it was 20 of them, I guess, yep. that came and uh, the kids helped us prepare everything. Um, our friends at the pantry hooked us up with some food, which was great. Uh, we had them like taking apart goose. We did like an awesome goose pasta, which oh was delicious. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I wanted to use things that they probably don't see a lot. Right. And uh, it was amazing. I can't wait for you guys to see it because it's <gasps> so heartfelt. It's so great. When and it just, can we see it? Soon, very, very soon. I don't have a date yet. Okay. But uh, it's got to be before the summer is over by June, July. I, guess. I would hope so. They're going quick on it. So, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I'm really excited about it. And then we're working on another episode too, which should be a lot of fun out Excellent. in Staten Island on a food truck. Excellent. I'm pushing really hard to have some of the Wu Tang with me. What? Yeah. We're yeah. coming also. That's why I'm you saying You don't it, understand. So. Oh. <laughs> Method Man. I wanted to. I wanted to be his boo. PLO style was my joint. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> Like Shaolin in the house. <laughs> but I randomly have a connection, so I'm trying to get them to come because they're of Staten Island, and yeah, I want to yeah, get the yeah. truck and go feed homeless people off the truck just for the hell of it, but I want to bring some of the Wu-Tang with me. Damn, so, how do we make that happen? I'm sure between the three of us, we can figure something out. I'm working on it. Okay. I got a connection. I got okay. a connection. All right. I'm working on you got it. a guy. You got a guy. Problem is, when your connections are rock star type people, like they're, you think Steph is bad at calling people back? <laughs> this dude, <laughs> shout out to Ryan Starr, brother. But this dude... <laughs> He'll text me, hey man, miss you. When are we hanging out? And I'll, oh brother, we should hang out. And then he texts me back in September, hey right. man. And you're like, what's up? Oh, 
Dude. Right. That's slightly worse than I am, actually. Well, I don't know. I don't know about that. I'm not even sure I ever had your right number. I think I think at first you gave me a burner number. I was going to say, she probably gave you the burner cell. She it was the burner, burner cell. She gave me a yeah, burner Yeah, exactly. Number. Do you have a good boy phone, your bad boy phone? You can't figure out which one. I got one phone, man. I got one phone. Yeah, but it is 2019. You can have 14 numbers on that right phone. So, Plum, what is a... How do you balance... Or what do you feel like you're focusing more on these entrepreneurial ventures or the cooking or are they married? I think it's one and the same. Um, I am fortunate enough to work for an amazing family who support everything I do. Um, they take amazing care of me. Um, I don't have a, I don't really have to worry about budgets. I don't have to worry about making menus. I can do whatever I want. Um, so lucky, you know, so, so lucky to have them and, and, and they're fantastic. And so, but what they do is allow me to do other things. Right. Um, and they're super supportive of it. When you did Dancing with the Stars, like they watched it and they gave money and like. So this is a family that you, you are the my, chef. It's my job. Yeah. yeah. My main, my main client. Yeah. As a private chef, I do private yeah. chef work. Um, they just, they're the best. They're the best ever. I love them so much. That's I love great. my family. And it, it's, it's almost weird. Like. I've never had that kind of relationship with a client, mm-hmm. you know, but literally that's the relationship we have. Like she's always buying me presents and like, you know, she told me in a text earlier, she was going to kill me if I Didn't. said something, but it's great. <laughs> I love it. But that makes me feel more comfortable. Good, you know? right? She's also forbid me to bake in the house anymore. Why? She doesn't think I'm very good at it, which she's probably not wrong about. Oh shit. <laughs> I could pretend. You could pretend to bake. So wait, give me an example of what you what you serve them for dinner. Yeah. So, um, Let's see, last night we did a pancered halibut with salted milk braised carrots. That was puree. It was beautiful. I'll show you a picture. Yeah. It's on my Instagram, which you can find at, at chef underscore plum dot com on Instagram. I think I did see it did and I liked it? it. Yes. Um, which was, you know, it's just, they let me do whatever. I, it's, it's, it's amazing. Like I just kind of can do whatever I want. And then I'm fortunate enough that in the summertime, I'm in Montauk with them four Damn. days a week. And that's nice. I have the most unbelievable access to seafood, the best farms, sure. the best local food, the just so much stuff, you know, which is interesting because I've, I've talked to Steph about this. Like I get more attention doing things out there than I do in Connecticut. And I live here. That's so crazy. It's weird. I wonder why know? that is. Mm. Who knows? Mm. Um, this is not going to be a very gracious or graceful, I should say segue, but, um, I have a disco ball in front of me. Speaking of Dancing with the Stars, so you Mm. and the boss lady were part of the, what was the official name of it? Dancing with the Stars. Dancing with the Stars. Stars, It was Dancing with the Stars, Norwalk edition is what I was calling it. Right, right. And you were a competitor. Well. (laughs) You danced your little heart out. I did. You had on a black number. Oh, I was there whooping it up. You did see it. That's right. Oh, yeah. She Um, was in attendance. I was in uh, attendance. In attendance. I was in attendance. Right. From start to finish. Raise your hand. Um, (laughs) What a fun event that was. That was, I don't know about you guys, fun. but it was so fun from start to finish. One to of my see funnest memories of that whole thing was actually hanging out with Steph. We have, we've talked online for years. Right. We've never You actually, run in the same circles, yeah. but haven't spent time. Well, we never met in person. We did a hang across the street at the lovely Bar Sugo. At Bar Sugo. We did. We did. Yes. Well, I thought what was great though, what just was amazing is that, you know, it kind of goes back to just people you feel comfortable with immediately. Like when I walked in the door, she came running over to me and tackled me. <laughs> well, I'm a, she tried. All two she pounds grabbed, of her. Yeah, she grabbed on and gave me a big hug. And I was like, hey. She's like, hey. And then. Finally. We were like inseparable that whole afternoon. It was a good day. It was amazing. Solid. It was so yeah. much fun. I mean, we said all great comments about everyone we saw. We complimented everybody's dancing. We were like, that's a really good dancer. That's what we did for everybody. <laughs> we were not rude at all. No. 
everything was like so sweet and nice and friendly. <laughs> well, listen, as someone who had no relationship to Dancing with the Stars, both of you got robbed. I'm just going to leave it at that. Well, enough said. Enough said. That's all I, I'm I did say. have a lead pipe and I was standing there. With as, well, as well, you should. Well, I was going to do the whole like go for the knee. The, the, the Nancy Kerrigan. Kerrigan. I couldn't think of her name. You got it. That's my what's going on with me, Marisol? Can you help me with this? What? I'm getting word salad. You know what word salad is, Steph? The game? It, no, no, it's not a game. She's holding game. her phone I, up. Like, is this a great I app? I knew she was going to say, is it a game? Did you? Like, I can't remember names. Like, sometimes I'll just say the That's wrong word. That's because we're really fucking old. We're old. That, thank you. That yes. makes me feel great about no, myself. No, listen. I'm 44. You're... Right. 26. Not even. 24. <laughs> can I, I tell you I just turned 41. I just turned 41. Can I tell you, though? Um, crossword puzzles help. No. Yes. My no. mother, my mother is 83 years old. She okay. has been doing crossword puzzles. I mean, it's not like she's doing the Sunday Times, right. but that woman is so lucid and with it. And she's like, I'm telling crossword you, it's puzzles. the crossword puzzles. Oh my God. I'm telling you, do a crossword puzzle. Do you know how much people would make fun of me if I'm sitting down doing a crossword puzzle? You know, after the mise en place for the family of Montauk, <laughs> just whip out that crossword puzzle, do a little, you know. They would eviscerate me if they saw me. They'd be like, what are you doing? That's a good crossword puzzle word. Is it? It's got a lot of vowels. It, it does. Can you tell I do? Yeah, I don't think I could. E-V-I. Jesus. Yeah, they would, and they wouldn't eviscerate me for doing a crossword puzzle, like like for doing that on, like while I'm there supposed to be working. Yeah. They'd be like, what are you doing? doing? What's wrong with you? What is wrong with you? <laughs> Tell me some of the uh, some of the restaurants that you love. Um, you mentioned the pantry, which is in Southport. Um, yeah, I love Fairfield. Love yes, Fairfield. What we were just discussing. Yeah, yeah, Southport. Hamlet, Fairfield. It's a right. hamlet of the Fairfield, hamlet. which I love. The pantry. Uh, um, have you met Dan? You should meet. Dan. I have not met. You guys Dan. should talk to Dan because Dan is one of the most amazing people. He comes from he comes from nothing, military background. He went to Joined the army. There was a cook in the army. The army put him through culinary school. Amazing guy. Right. Amazing guy. One of the best cooks in our state, and no one knows it. Ah, oh. and they should know. That's it. unfortunate. So He's I do amazing. like the pantry a lot. Actually, I love the pantry. Yeah. They make excellent food. I'm getting after one of these cake pops. He yeah, is go amazing. Eat the cake pop. This is a, um, a, I took the pink cake ooh, pop. Which yeah, is, good, good. You know. The Tell problem is, if I eat one, of course you guys are like, yeah, the fat guy. Of course he went for it first. Mm. You guys would all say that. Oh, um, I but, broke the seal. But, Tell but, me about meals. Um, is there a, a restaurant, a place? Yeah, so your go-to. Uh, have you guys ever been to Sushi? Uh, no, House of Yoshida in Bethel, Connecticut. Negative. It's run by Aki, uh, who is an amazing chef. Um, this this restaurant is in a strip mall in Bethel, Connecticut, and he makes some of the best food you'll ever have in your life. Everything is so fresh. Like he's so adamant about how fresh it is. I want to feature them on Restaurant Road Trip Season mm-hmm. Three because it's so amazing. The place doesn't look that great from the outside, and he'll but I love the same those thing. kind of places. Those whole hole in the wall joints. That absolutely. I just had the best soft shell crab I'd ever had in my life was with him two days ago. Really? And he did what everybody like. We don't think about it. it. Should make sense. Like he fried it, then he sautéed it with a beurre blanc. Crabs and butter are delicious. Hello. It makes total sense. Mm. And I'll be honest. I don't love crab. Mm-hmm. I want to love it. And I'm waiting to eat soft shell crab or oh my God. crab cake that I'm like, oh, this right. is what I've been missing. Um, he killed it. He's doing a, a, an amazing job with it. He's, he really does a, a phenomenal job. Um, 
I mean, God, there's so many places I can think of. Joint, yeah. yeah, Nouveau Monde and Sandy Hook is amazing. Uh, we had them on road trip. It's just, it's just a great little place. The menu is like not big. Uh, fantastic wine bar, wine menu. They serve the wines at the right temperatures, which means red wine is not at room temperature. That it's is like incorrect. Like 57, right? Or uh, you usually want to be right around 62 ish, but or yeah, 62. Yeah, <laughs> you're close enough. <laughs> I mean, after a few, who cares anyway, yeah, right? Obviously. Um, I mean, there's so many places like that that I think I want to help showcase that stuff. You know, these guys do a great job. You know, we all know about, I mean, Tyler's fantastic. I love Tyler. He's, he's a buddy. Like, he does a great job. We all know Tyler. We all and know what he does. By Tyler, you mean Tyler Anderson. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, he does an amazing job. His food is excellent. And he'll tell you the same thing. Like, there's so many great chefs in the yeah. state that don't get that attention that I think we should try to shine, you know, shine a spotlight on. Yeah. Because, look, we're sandwiched between Boston and New York City, you know? It's so interesting you say that because <clears throat> it didn't dawn on me until we, boss lady, we went somewhere up further north. And I just I think it was to visit Tyler Anderson. Maybe it was. We dusted off our passports. But to that point, you know, when you're between. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Wait, just hang no, on I a know. second. I know. Lower Fairfield County. You guys think that the world ends. Is it, is it Danbury? Like, it's just, it's just like. Maybe slightly before that. Flat actually. Earth? Just slightly before <laughs> that. Slightly before? I mean, it's, it's like the flat earth. Like, wait, there's places up there? I thought it was just woods and like get random the... guys sitting on logs whittling whistles out of sticks get, <laughs> you get Magellan we're heading north <laughs> right, right do we need a horse and buggy to get to Hartford like, well they have electricity <laughs> um. <laughs> oh my god you're too it's funny it's terrible it's terrible no but we it's opened our eyes and to your point Connecticut my culinary eyes have been opened because it is you're wedged between Absolutely. these two major metropolises right and I have co- consistently been proven wrong which I love, I love to be proven wrong. So I love yeah. asking the chefs, where do you eat? And you, Absolutely. all these places I've never heard of, obviously, other than Tyler. Right. Um, and have you guys been up to Marlboro and checked out Goats and Roses? That is on my list okay. for sure. Okay. It's on my we list to, too. We need to meet you there. Goats and Roses. All right. okay. Go, Goats, I, mean, I mean, they had me at the name, Goats and Roses. It's, it's awesome. We featured them on road trip and I was blown away by them. The whole place, literally it's a farm, right? They show movies on the side of the barn. There's no indoor dining. There's like a, inside of another barn is a guy playing music and they're like having a swap meet or something. And then over here, like there's this great bar scene happening. Then they have this like general store that sells crazy shit. And then there's the most amazing food. And it's just weird little place. And there's peacocks walking around. Okay. I think we need it's a, a little re- like Austin, right? Is I, it a little, yes. Like, a little I guess Austin-y? I've never been there, but yeah. I, I kind of see what that, you're saying. That sort of that. vibe. Yeah. It's, it's, it's interesting, man. If, or Whatever like they're selling, I'm like buying. Yeah. Or, <laughs> or a dream. It feels like you're dreaming. Yeah. You're like, what is happening? And then I'm having great tuna, but there's a peacock. It right. just feels weird. I think, we need, awesome. I think we need a restaurant road trip with the restaurant road trip. It's very meta. Yeah, that's very, very meta. That is very, very meta. CT Bites will write, we'll, we'll, we'll ride um, in the way back. Shotgun. You guys are on shotgun. Okay, fine. But that place is phenomenal. I mean, there was a place in Brantford called The Stand. Uh, it just closed, but it was a great spot. And such a, I mean, they had, like their built, they had their own little um, farmer's market there, which is really, really cool. Yeah. I love it. It was down the shoreline. That place was great. Of course, Red 36. Everyone knows Red 36. Uh, a great spot. I mean, there's just so many awesome restaurants uh, in our state that I, I don't know. I think it's our job as a yeah. collective as a whole <clears throat> to promote these guys and showcase them. Like, yes, New York City is great. Yes, Boston's great. But none Guess of you guys what? can get any of the produce that we can get. Look, 
I know so many restaurants in New York City that are getting produce from us from here. From us, I know, right? I know. And it, it's, it's, you know, come on, we get it here. It's better. Come check us out. We have yeah, and the chefs are food. literally walking to the farms exactly. and picking right. out their own produce yes. and cooking it in like a matter of hours. It's right? amazing. That's the amazing part. Right. There's no sitting on a truck, sitting outside, having all the cars blow their right. exhaust all over it, 15 hands touching it. You know, it's, it's amazing stuff and it's great food right out here, you know? Well, now I'm successfully hungry, even though I just devoured that cake pop. Is there a stick Plum? left somewhere? Yeah. She take, ate the stick. Take your last, <laughs> take, pick one, Ooh, both of you. I don't think I can eat that. But the, I'll devour both of them. Um, you, Plum, are we, we going to savor the champagne? <clears throat> we could try. We I could try. My, I have my, I have my scimitar he, in the he, car. Apparently he does. He travels with his saber. Well, I, yeah, I'm basically a truck driver because all I do is drive. Like I'm leaving here and going to New York City to go to work. Perfect. So <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. Oh, you guys are awesome. We could talk for forever and forever we and forever. Could. And I can't wait to see what the next uh, the next project is because be you always have something up your sleeve. And don't forget to check out Edible on the Road uh, is now Edible on, on the Road. Edible on the Road with Edible Magazine is now on Amazon yes. Prime. It's now on Amazon Prime. Oh my gosh! Before we go, since you did such a fantastic job with your big market voice, yes, doing that ad voice. read. <laughs> Can we? Yes, absolutely. Call NorwalkNow.org. Norwalk <laughs> is that a phone number? That's the website. Sorry, I got it confused. That's the website. I'm going to read sentence, and then you read a sentence. But which one are you doing? Like okay, you know what? Let's do it like this. Ready? You go top one here. Wait, wait you're doing we're this We're doing one? this one. We okay. did this one. We're doing this All one. All right. Okay, Norwalk now is Norwalk in real Norwalk time. Norwalk in real time. Oh, you go first, and I go. Sorry. <laughs> here we go. Your turn. Norwalk- right here. Here we go. Norwalk now. Norwalk now. Is Norwalk in real time? In real time. It's the heartbeat of a New York City suburb. Featuring vibrant retail dining, entertainment, and recreational lifestyle of of a thriving coastal community. Experience a city on the move. Featuring a melting pot of food, cultures, and a truly unique dining destinations. Located throughout Norwalk, Connecticut. The Nutmeg State, as it were. The Nutmeg State. Visit our website at norwalknow.org and social media platforms at Norwalk Now. Where you wait, will we find... Same, we should do the same oh, time. Oh, shit. The same time. Okay, this whole bit? This no, whole just bit? where you will find the real okay. time... Inf- no, wait. You, you go here and we'll do it. All right, sorry. Okay, let's do it. We'll and do it. And three, scene. two, scene. one. Where, where you will find the real-time information covering special events, events seasonal promotions, promotions news, news, contests, and more. Norwalk Now, getting rid of hunger all across the world. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>